Welcome to Generous Impact. This is Brett Brummett. And this is Amanda Brummett. We are joined today by our friend Diana Pfaff talking about the Irving Schools Foundation. It's near and dear to our hearts as both Brett and I served on their board for many years. In this episode, you'll hear about the amazing work this foundation does for students and teachers in Irving ISD. Well, Diana, thank you so much for being here with us today. As Brett and I were chatting before the show, I think we figured out that you and I have been friends for 20 years. So probably like, yeah, I know we're getting old, which means probably 19 for Brett. Wow. Yeah, that's a long time. Well, Diana, Brett and I have had the honor of knowing you for a long time, but most of our guests um, don't. So tell us who you are, and we want to know both personally and professionally. Well, personally, I am a rare one as I was born and raised in the town that I still live in. I was born and raised in Irving, Texas. Um, I did escape for a little bit for college, uh, Texas Tech and Lubbock. Those were the best years of my life. The Harvard of the Um, Plains. Yes, exactly. As as <laughs> you know them well now, since your daughter is there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I ca- actually came back to Irving and got a job with the with the city of Irving with the Convention and Visitors Bureau, which I thought would last a maximum of three years. Um, it's been almost twenty nine <laughs> now. So I serve as the vice president of marketing communications for the Convention and Visitors Bureau, which is now called Visit Irving, and the Irving Convention and uh, the Irving Convention Center at Las Colinas which opened in 2011. So my job has changed quite a bit. The city of Irving's changed quite a bit. When I started, we had Texas Stadium and the Dallas Cowboys. And when I finish, who knows what we might have. We might have a casino and the Dallas Mavericks, from what I'm hearing. So, so who knows what's on the horizon, but it has changed quite a bit. Awesome. That's me in a nutshell. Born and raised and still here in Irving. Perfect. Well, and then, you know, we invited you to speak about the Irving Schools Foundation, and that goes a little bit back further beyond you. That actually was started by Ann Pfaff, which is, I believe, can you confirm, is she your mother? She is, she is my mother. Perfect. I can't confirm that. <laughs> that, that you know that, fact. Brett. I know. Um, and so she started that back in the 80s. Uh, what was happening at that time in Irving that prompted her desire to organize and launch the Schools Foundation? Well, she was, um, she was actually a teacher. Uh, she was a teacher in the 60s, actually at Irving High School. She's not from Irving. Um, she's from Dallas, moved to Corpus with my dad, and then moved back to the area. Got a job at Irving High School in the early 60s. Um, she ran for school board in 1977 in Irving and served for 12 years. So towards the end of her tenure, and while she was on the school board, she noticed that teachers had these great ideas, but they couldn't be funded you know, legally through because of, uh, you know, state laws and and district laws. And and so she wanted to start a foundation um, for grants for teachers so that they could get um, they could get classroom grants to do these these things that she thought was fabulous. Uh, She actually started the very first schools foundation in Texas. Now, I think every district pretty much has one and one of the very first foundations in the country. It wasn't the first, but one of them. Um, She did have a couple in the country to model it after. So she she found it founded it primarily for grants for teachers, but also it started and started some student scholarships, and they started very very small. Um, I remember that they had their scholarship reception at the at the Irving Arts Center, and my mom went to Grandy's and picked up Grandy's rolls for breakfast. <laughs> uh, I can remember coming home from college in the nineties and and making the certificates on my computer for the scholarship recipients. So. <laughs> 
Um, Putting that advertising degree to use. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Putting my advertising degree to use. Yes. On one of those first printers and computers way back then. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, But yeah, it's it's amazing what it's turned into and how, how strong it is right now. Yeah. And and as a kiddo, what did you think of your mom at that time doing those things between school board and then starting this foundation? Did it You know, you know, at, at that time, I don't think I could really fully appreciate it because I had, you know, so much on my plate at the time. Um, it wasn't until I got older that I, you know, that I could appreciate not only what my mother did, but what these kids do to get these scholarships. You know, I I look at uh, uh you know, some of the ones I read scholarships, you know, I, I read them to, to award them and what they go through and what they do to get, a, you know, these are kids that couch surf. These are kids that have, have had to leave their parents because they're on drugs and they have to take two or three jobs and yet they're going to school and they're getting straight A's and they're getting scholarships and they're going to go to college. And it's not because of their parents, but it's to, to basically in spite of their parents, they're, they're, and I look at my own childhood, my own, and I, and I just feel like, I, I don't feel like, I, I wouldn't say I feel like a loser, but, you know, I, I didn't have to have two jobs. I didn't have to go, I didn't couch surf. I had a great family. Um, I was very lucky. And to see what these kids go through and to, and to see them excel, it's it it takes your breath away. So I'm, yeah. I'm really proud of my mom for, for starting that out. That makes it even more remarkable that she saw that need, even though yes. that wasn't something you guys were experiencing. And for anybody that hasn't met Ann Pfaff, she's just a lovely human being, one of the most yeah. hospitable, kindest people I've ever encountered. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Diana, you alluded to it a little bit, but let's go ahead and get into the details of what the Irving Schools Foundation does, um, specifically on the scholarships and then on those programs for teachers, which I didn't know that it started with the programs. So that um, that even is new to me. It did. It did. Um, um, for the scholarships, well, and I, I do have to say that the foundation has grown so much that those are just two two components of it. You know, there's oh, wow. there's still the scholarship breakfast, which is huge, um, but you know, it's so much more than just scholarships and grants. Um, the um, scholarships since 1987, uh, the Schools Foundation has awarded more than eight million in college and continuing education scholarships to ISD seniors, Irving ISD seniors, and district employees. Um, the uh, scholarship program is the heart, basically. It's still considered the heart of the work that the Schools Foundation does, along with two new signature programs called Food for Thought and Spark Tank that I'll talk about a little bit later. Um, and in most of these cases, which was as well back then, these students that are selected for the award, the, the awards are the first in their families to attend college. Um, and a high percentage of the awardees come from significantly disadvantaged backgrounds. Currently, 80% of school of students in the Irving Independent School District are economically disadvantaged. And that mm-hmm. is such a high, so much higher than when I, I was in school back in, in the late 80s. It's it's just incredibly higher. Uh, you know, the Everything changes, and certainly the school district has, and there is a need for this foundation, you know, even even more than it was when, when my mother found it, and which is why there's there's more programs than there is today. Mm-hmm. But back to the scholarship program, um, just to give you an idea of the annual impact uh, that it is currently in 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 2023, they awarded more than 250 scholarships, totaling approximately um, 467. 
and they were awarded students at all five of the Irving um, ISD high schools, and then to the staff to um, seek further education and training. So it's that, that program so still incredible. going strong. It's still awarded at Breakfast with the Stars, which is what started it in the in the eighties with the serving Grandy's roles at at the Irving Arts Center. So, so that program and that breakfast is still still growing strong. Um, they have over a thousand people here at the convention center every April. Incredible. Program. I love the tie-in to that. What started with Grandy's roles yes. and your mom is now at the building that you spent a yes. huge portion of your career to develop. <laughs> yes, and I love that too. I love it too. I'm I'm afraid they're going to outgrow it, but I love. It. <laughs> <laughs> You'll just have to build a bigger convention center, Diana. <laughs> That's right. Right. You know, as you watch that organization grow and develop, are there any specific stories that really culminate? You know the the sense that you've taken away over the years of the community or the organization really meeting the needs of the community through the programs. Yeah, that's the, and, and, and I'm glad that you brought that up because um, in 2012, um, a scholarship audit was conducted by uh, when the, when our current CEO, who's Crystal Scania, who does a great job, you know, Crystal, um, she discovered that only 46% of the students that were receiving scholarships were actually claiming them. Um, yes, 46%. So oh she called a handful of them and found that there were a variety of reasons that these students were not claiming them, such as having to drop out to support their families or parents asking them not to go so that they could serve as the daycare for their younger siblings. Um, but the most heartbreaking story that she heard uh, was that um, um, of one student that received a very generous scholarship to Yale. The student arrived on day one, and his roommate had a brand new Range Rover, all the new Apple products, and brand new clothes. Meanwhile, the student had came with a trash bag and some clothes in it and a backpack. He completely felt like he did not belong at Yale and dropped out. So it was after this that the foundation decided it needed to increase its services to its students by not only the scholarships, but, but to, to help with resources. And Spark Tank was born. So it took after Shark Tank. So Spark Tank uh, started in 2013 as a way um, to provide opportunities for stu students to advocate for themselves, ask for customized programming that fit their needs, and it, it gives Irving students a chance to practice their public speaking skills. So a few highlights from this program that's been going on for, I cannot believe it, 10 years now. Um, there was a student that was born without the lower half of her left arm. She wanted to learn to play the cello because her best friend played. She asked her orchestra teacher if she could play, and her teacher told her, unfortunately, no, because she would need two arms to play, and tried to encourage her to play another instrument. The teacher was so upset that she had told the student no. She did some research, and, and she actually found a design and came up with a plan. She came to Spark Tank because Spark Tank was available on a monthly basis with a committee uh, and asked for two cellos and some plastic for the for the 3D printer that would print the prosthetic arm. So for $3,000, um, Schools Foundation was able to completely transform this child's life and the trajectory of her educational career. Um, so the reason they needed to make two cellos was because her best friend was going to learn to play backwards as well and be her mentor. Mm -hmm. Isn't that a great story? Isn't that just an amazing story? story? Yeah, um, and, and actually such... That's such a low threshold of dollars when someone's willing right to, to help yeah. to help a student help that student. I mean, it was it was such a great story, um, but 
it's it's for so many other programs um, that the school's foundation can serve for the whole child. Um, now the foundation um, serves the whole ch- the child's basic needs, food, clothing, and then um, grows with them to provide innovation programming and then scholarships. You know, scholarships are the icing on the cake. Um, Spark Tank is also where uh, teachers go to present their ideas for grants for their classroom um, and for and for innovative learning. Um, uh, there was uh, a teacher who wanted to take his kids to, I don't, I can't remember, what are they called, zone? One of those, you know, places where kids go and play a bunch of um, video games, arcades, one of those like speed zone or something like that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just wanted a grant to take him to there to show him, to show his um, kids that wanted to get into engineering, the different type of technical uh, technical machines, that they are technical um, gaming systems that they have. So, you know, it, it can be as simple as that or it can be, you know, as elaborate as needing um, cellos through a 3D printer. Which, I love yeah, to hear that. Great. Yeah, yeah that you guys have adapted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, they have adapted. They, they've they grown. They have definitely yeah. grown um, and adapted and, and, and are meeting the needs of the community. Yeah, and that breaks my heart about the kiddo that was going to leave Yale um, because of that. I, I, I totally get that. I, right. um, yeah, that's heartbreaking and if gosh if they were good enough to get into Yale then let's figure out a way yeah. to to make it happen and it sounds like the money wasn't the challenge right it wasn't the challenge he had scholarships to get there it was the clothes and the trash bag and the feeling inadequate in that in that regard well I love that you guys have figured out how to meet that need it's, it's just constant evolving yeah evolving with, sure. you know different demographics different kids and in, in, a, in a changing time right yeah a completely changing time well, for years, I haven't thought about all those early mornings and late nights reading applications, but um, it was funny because when we decided to to schedule this episode with you, that 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 is the thing that I remember. I remember that, and I remember seeing the kids walk across the stage at the Breakfast with the Stars, and I felt like I had to work pretty hard and maybe even had a little bit of a chip on my shoulder about that um, through high school and college. And then I would read one of these applications and they're exactly what you were talking about at the beginning of the show. These kids work multiple jobs. They make good grades. They're taking care of themselves, perhaps grandparents, siblings. Um, and a lot of the kids were even unhomed. And mm-hmm. so it sounds like the the foundation has figured out a way to to transform your work to meet some of those needs. And I'm just curious how it sort of informs and impacts what you guys do. You know, the beauty of the foundation is that, you know, it's being being so closely tied to the district that they have the um, the heartbeat of what's really going on with children. Um, so the schools foundate, they're constantly surveying counselors. You know, counselors are at the heart. They know their they know their students and they know what they need. So they're constantly surveying counselors and administrators and evaluating their programs to, to ensure that it is, like you've said, serving the whole child. And you know, these kids they feel safe with ISF because the schools foundation makes them part of the community. And and a lot of them do open up and um and they've come to know through their counselors and and and, and through our great volunteers that it's a resource for them and for their families. Um, the Schools Foundation has opened, you know, they have a store that's open daily. I think it's open daily. I have to look at the hours that has school supplies that they can go and buy way discounted. Some of them are free, I think, school supplies. Um, so they, yeah, just go and get them. Just go and pick them up. Um, you know, and, and as for the students, you know, there's just so many that just, they, they just make your heart hurt. 
they make your heart hurt. Um, mm-hmm. My dad, my dad funded a scholarship uh, several years ago um, before he passed away, and he, um, he, he, my dad, my dad had one of those childhoods, you know, where he had to, you know, he didn't graduate high school till he was, I don't know, nineteen or twenty, and, and college till he was twenty nine or thirty. So he 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 did a oh, perseverance wow. scholarship. So that, you know, we read these. You know, these are for students that have truly had to persevere. And the one this past year um, was actually shot. He was a football player that was shot in gang violence on his walking mm. to school. And he ended up finishing his uh, senior year playing football. Um, and he uh, he got a standing ovation when he went across that stage picking up that scholarship. Mm. Um, you know, and he, he was going to the University of Texas. Going to the University of Texas. So, um, yeah, just the left his apartment and got caught up in, in a gang shooting, um, but was able to finish his football season Wow! and his grades. And, you know, it didn't stop him. Just didn't stop him. So, um, yeah, they, they have, they have all kinds of stories, homeless, student homelessness. And, and uh, it's, yeah, it's unbelievable. Uh, English is a second language. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot, a lot of these kids don't, don't know English. Um, and and still they persevere. They persevere through it. Yeah. That is so amazing. Um, you know, and I, I too had the privilege of spending a couple of years reading those applications and it is, you know, it restores faith amongst all of us. I think to see what the younger generation, what kids will go through and what these kids go through and to see the Seals Foundation really step up and support them is amazing. And with that, you know, you have such a, personal family history of the organization, obviously, and you've seen it change and adapt and grow. What are your thoughts and what kind of legacy do you hope it continues to leave in the Irving area and and where it goes between the next, you know, crystal ball in the next 20 to 30 years? My crystal ball broke, um, I don't know, three <laughs> years ago when a, when a virus, when a virus, <laughs> <laughs> which, you know, changed the dynamics of everything as well. Um, but I would say I would have that in 20 years um, and the community is thriving, which is, which is starting to, it's, it's, you know, it has come back up with a, with a vengeance, especially the hospitality community and the business community, which Irving is well known for um, when it's, you know, when it's continuing to thrive, I hope that people will, will look back and pinpoint that either the education or the support through one of these programs that they receive from the schools foundation, you know, whether it came in the form of a scholarship or, uh, or or something from Spark Tank, um, school supplies, um, that that um, it provided a sound education for them, or it provided a service for them, and and, and that it, that it helped to change their lives, that it, that it helped to to direct their lives, and um, that they can look back, and and maybe that they can give back. You know, I always think, you know, they're they're before the grace of God go I, um, and I was very blessed in my life so I, I i want to be able to help people who who haven't been so blessed who weren't born into a family like i was born into um and i hope these kids you know i hope these kids look back and e- even though that they've had these hardships and, and and they've had to rely on support that maybe they will once that they are on their feet they'll they'll come back and and, and help some of the, the people that are the kids that are in their, their same situations that's what I hope for. And we, and we do have, you know, the, the program's been around, you know, for so long now that, that kids do come back and speak. Um, so, you know, my, uh, 
one of my my foot doctor actually received a scholarship. So you know, I I try to go to to <laughs> I try to utilize people that I know got scholarships from the foundation and, and give my business to them. So yeah, yeah, she she got a scholarship from the foundation. So um, that kind of stuff is very nice. Those success stories are very very nice to see. That is a beautiful hope and better than any crystal ball. And yes. I wasn't going to mention this because I knew it embarrassed you, but I'm going to now. Even though I've known you for a long time, I had no idea how much volunteering you did. Yeah. Um, I knew you gave back a lot. But when I just you know started looking between the school's foundation, the hospital, the Humane Society, the Pay It Forward Foundation, La Buena Vida Youth Leadership, Diana, I mean, well done. And it's beautiful to hear that you, you know, that you had a a great upbringing and then so you wanted to pay that forward. And so since you mentioned it, then I'm going to brag about volunteering. (laughs) Thank you very much. And, and, and the, the, the connection to all those is, is, you know, people that, that are in situations or an animal that's in, that they, 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 they can't control, you know, you can't control your health. You can't control, you know, you can't control your parents. Um, so, you know, that those are the people that I, those are the people I help. That's where I give my money and my time. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So Diana, what's next for the Irving Schools Foundation? Um, uh, I think, as I mentioned, they, uh, they keep continuing to evaluate their programs. They keep evolving and, you know, meet the needs of the children that they serve. Um, and one of the biggest programs that they launched, which is just huge, and this started in 2019 before COVID, but it it especially, it really grew during COVID, and that's called Food for Thought, um, which is currently feeding over 1,700 children, students each week. Um, the, schools, the schools now give free meals to every student in the district. So, oh, wow. uh, yeah, every student receives a free meal, free breakfast and free lunch. Well, that doesn't cover dinner in the weekends. Um so they, uh, the Schools Foundation was blessed to receive a warehouse space in 2001 to help house this program. But a flood happened in 2002 and um, wiped out a lot of that space. And so the, and now they've outgrown. So they're hoping to find a new space that will ha- help them grow um, to serve their programs and their services, which, you know, this Food for Thought program is, is it, it's so big. It started when, a, it started in 2019 when one a middle school counselor voiced concerns for a student who was struggling with school and behavior in class. And um, he wasn't where he was because of the, his, his weight, because of his weight. And he wasn't eating enough. He, he ate when he was at school, but he wasn't eating enough at home. And that whole thing lodged this program, which is, you wouldn't believe it, Amanda. It is so huge. It has so many volunteers and so much food donation, food drives. And during COVID, it was just, you know, the food, the, the food drives that were just constant and it has brought in so many volunteers and just, it's, it's incredible to watch, but childhood hunger is a real problem. It's a real problem and it's a real problem in Irving. And so they've, they have honestly helped to, um, to help food insecurity because more than 75% of, of the Irving ISD population's face faces food insecurity on a frequent or daily basis. So they're 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 helping a problem. They 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 found they saw a problem and are helping it, which you know that wasn't the case forty years ago. It's the case now. It's the case today. Yeah. So it's it's um can't learn if you're hungry. You can't learn if you're hungry. Mm-hmm. And um, 
it's just something I'm so proud of them for. It's it, it's unbelievable. Now, I hope they find new space, and I hope they name that space after my mother. <laughs> That's what oh. I would like to see. That is actually what I would like to see. And if that I can be, help make that happen, I will. That'd be amazing. Yeah. So, with all that you do, giving back, all that the school's foundation's done, and all that your family's done, that is a huge basis of inspiration for us. Where do you look to glean information or inspiration and motivation from today? Um, you know, I I so admire people who, who who see a problem and find a solution, like my mom did. She saw a problem and she found a solution. Um, I also admire, since I don't have kids, uh, these parents who have faced just the most devastating tragedy and turned their grief into good work, whether you lost a child of fentanyl. Or in a school shooting, um, and so one of the one of the projects that I give to that's not that's not in Irving, it's actually not in the state um, that I I find just I just they, it's so well run and I, everything they've done is just I think is so good. It's it's Sandy Hook Promise, and that's Sandy Hook, the school in Newton Newton, which was really probably one of the worst mass shootings. It just gutted me, you know, when you have twenty first graders that are just slaughtered in their classroom. Um. They apparent it was founded by parents and, and two parents continue to run it. Uh, I think they first started, you know, uh, advocating for you know against gun violence. When they saw that wasn't that wasn't going to change, they they changed. They 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 pivoted, and so now they um, they educate and empower youth and adults to prevent to prevent the violence at home and at schools and in communities um, through some evidence, you know, based science. Through you know, know these signs, look for these signs. Um, and it's just, you know, they they saw what they needed to do. They saw what wasn't going to work and what they could do to help prevent what happened to their children in the future. And, you know, that's that takes, you know, a lot of courage to say this isn't this isn't going to happen. You know, this isn't going to happen. So how else can we what can we do with our resources to to help ensure that another parent doesn't go through what we want? So that's kind of that's kind of who I look to, Sandy Hip Promise, you know, and, and seeing what they're doing and and how they're and how they're doing it. That's really cool. Sad, sad, sad that we have to have that to be a really cool organization. It, you know, it is sad. We won't. It's sad. It's sad, but I don't know if anything motivates me more than kids do. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, what can our community do for the school's foundation or any other drops like getting a new warehouse and naming it after a certain certain person? But we can well, do always, you. you know, they're always <laughs> looking, they're always looking for money for you know, but they're also looking for other things, you know, clothing, uh, school supplies, food. Um, they have a, um, they do have a backpack drive every summer, and this is one. This is so fun. Um, one of my friends um, actually threw herself a birthday party, um, and she bought a bunch of backpacks. She bought all the school supplies, which is listed on the school's foundation website. And we just loaded back. We spent her birthday loading backpacks. And I just thought that was just such a good idea. You know, we all felt good about it. You know, we had food and a little bit of wine and then went in through a through a assembly line loading up backpacks. At the end of the night, we had all these backpacks to donate to the school's foundation. And uh, I think they end up, you know, with 800 backpacks or needing 800 backpacks um, for elementary school students. Um, and they do that every August. And that's just, you know, it's on their website. It, it tells you, you know, how, how to run a how to run a backpack drive. There's also um, instructions on how to do a food drive form for, for their food program. 
So they have a they have a great website that you can you can log on to 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 see all the different ways that you can uh, that you can donate. Um, and it's all right there in one bar. <laughs> you can just click, uh, you know, for, whether it's to scholarships or or, um, or food for thought, or school supplies, or you know, what, whatever, whatever, just to donate money, whatever your whatever your heart's feeling. And uh, and that's what um, that's what you know. Uh, one of my mentors had had told me it's this should be when you're volunteering your time or your money, you know, it should be something you enjoy. It should be something that brings you joy and brings you pleasure. And, and that's mm-hmm. what, that's what donating should be. It should, it should make your heart feel good. Well, that's fantastic. And thank you so much for your time, what you do, all the things that no one knows that you do. Oh, um, well, thank, thank you for thank, having me. And thank, well, thank you for letting me talk about this. Thank you for letting me talk about something I'm so passionate about and, and for letting me talk about my mother who I could talk about all day. Yeah. Well, and I just, just appreciate this opportunity. Yeah. And just know we're really grateful that um, I'm grateful that Amanda introduced me to you 19 years ago. Likewise. And I'm <laughs> grateful that you guys are doing this blog series. I think it's great. I think it's great for to learn. I, I learned a lot just listening to the ones that you've done. Thanks. Wow. I knew the Irving Schools Foundation was doing great work, but I'm so excited to hear how they've adapted to meet even more needs for the students. It really is an incredible organization serving a very worthy population. To learn more about how you can get involved, visit them at irvingschoolsfoundation.org.